Good morning, morning Manaites. God bless you. Give God thanks for another day. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am certainly happy to be a child of God and certainly be happy to be alive, to be healthy, wealthy, and to be strong. Amen. And God, certainly God has blessed us. We have so much to give him thanks for. Amen. And so in this day, we're going to celebrate all that he already has done for us. Amen. For he is glorious in our lives. Glory to God. Um, are you excited about life? <laughs> um, if you're not, then I think you need to take a moment to consider why your life is not exciting. That's not what we're going to talk about this morning, but that just, just came in my spirit. Maybe somebody needs to hear that. Why aren't you having any excitement in your life? Are you just blasé about life? Is the daily routine, the rat race, it sort of got you mm, bored with life? Well, life is what you make it. Okay, so if you're bored, if you're, I don't know, if, if your life is not what you thought it should be, then all that your life is, you're responsible for it. Okay, so if you want some excitement in your life, get some excitement in your life. It's just, just as if you're baking a cake and you, when you bake the cake, you find out that the cake is not sweet. Why? Because you forgot to put sugar in it or you didn't put enough sugar in it. It was just not sweet, so we have to do it over. Well, who is responsible for baking the cake? You are responsible for baking the cake. And because you're responsible for baking the cake, you're responsible for how the cake turns out. And so, same with your life. If you are bored, if there's no excitement, if everything just blase, then if it's going to change, it is strictly up to you. Don't look at nobody else to change, change your life and make your life exciting. That's a mistake you will make if you think people are going to make your life exciting. People can do things, can attribute and influence, but it's strictly up to you. People can do anything that they want, everything. And if you don't receive it the right way and if you don't create that excitement for yourself, it will never happen. That's why I always say nobody can make you happy. Uh, people can do the things that should bring you happiness. But if you're not happy with yourself, no matter what anybody do, they can lavish you with the greatest of gifts, say the most wonderful things to you, treat you the best. But if you're not happy within, mm -mm, no matter what they do, will not work. So if you lack excitement, if you lack passion, um, you know, if you lack adventure, it's strictly up to you to get it done. <laughs> say, you know, one thing I've learned. If it is to be, it is up to me. And I want you to say that to yourself. If it is to be, it's up to me. Amen. Now, I'm not saying people can't help you. You can't get people to come and enjoy life with you. You can't. And I'm not saying any of that. But it's strictly up to you. Um, how you let people participate in your life is strictly up to you. Um, Non-participants is up to you. Participants is strictly up to you. You must be responsible. You know, the Bible says you have to work out your own salvation. I think we need to use that scripture and apply to all things that pertains to us in our lives. We have to work it out for ourselves. If salvation is our responsibility to work out, we better get working 
on all the other areas of our lives that um, is not where we think it should be. Amen. If you have the ability, the capability and the resources to make changes for good in your life and you don't do it, shame on you. <laughs> shame on you if you have the ability, the capability and resources to make positive changes in your life and you don't do it. Shame on you. Amen. So don't walk in shame. Do the right things. Uh, make changes in your life. If it is to be, it's strictly up to me. Amen. Just remember that. And so when you have woke, when you woke up this morning, you acknowledge God and you say, Lord, thank you. Ask him to download some exciting things, some create the creativity into you that you may begin to enjoy your day. I, I realize a lot of people are not enjoying their days. You know, even Every morning we get up and we say, this is, the day that, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice. That joy, it means you must apply joy again in each every day. I must rejoice in it and be glad. But it seems as though a lot of people are not rejoicing in their days. They're not happy in their days because of circumstance. But let me say this. Your joy has nothing to do with your circumstance. Your joy is the attribute of God's spirit inside of you. And you use your joy to overcome all these negative things in your life. So no matter what is going on, um, whether good or bad, and I pray that most of what we deal with is good. And as children of God, I must say most of what we deal with is good as a child of God. We just seem to just magnify the bad. And it seems as though the bad is more than the good, but it cannot be as a child of God. The more we, we, most of what we deal with is good. Of course, there's some bad along the way, but you know what? I'm still going to be rejoiceful. I'm still going to be joyful in the midst of it. Yes, I may shed tears. Yes, we may cry. We may cry sometimes, but we don't stay crying. We dry our eyes. <laughs> and let the smile return to your face. Amen. For weeping endures for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Amen. I love joy. And you know, I it joy just creates this aura and this atmosphere of peace. And when you're joyful, it's like you have power to overcome anything, any obstacle in your life when you're joyful. When you're joyful, you don't fear. Matter of fact, it's fear I want to talk about today. But when you're joyful, you you fear doesn't even come to mind when you're joyful. So let's rejoice in the Lord. Amen. Let the joy come to the forefront. And and when we let the joy come to the forefront, it's so much easier to deal with any negative things that pop up in your life. You know, the adversary is always popping up stuff. <laughs> Just when you think everything is good, he pops up something else. He is so annoying. <laughs> but thank God for the joy. I mean, Jesus already warned us about him. He said, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He comes to kill your joy. He comes to steal your peace. And he comes to destroy your blessing. That's what he's there for. But Jesus said, I come that you may have life and have life more abundantly. He says, rejoice because I already overcome. And because he's already overcome, then we should rejoice. 
Amen. Don't let the adversary get you down. And you know, we get down at times, but don't stay down. Mm -mm. Don't stay. You get right back up. Brush yourself off and say, I'm still standing. The Bible said, having done all, stand. Amen. So just stand. Having done all. Because you know what? It's going to work out for you good. If you're a child of God, you know, I've been saying that lately quite a bit because of all the things that we have you know, I had to be dealing with in the last couple of months. Um, and that scripture, it just focused my faith that it's all going to work out for my good. It has to. Why? Because God said so. Amen. Because he said so. All things work for the good of them that love the Lord. And I'm a lover of God. I, I do. I love the Lord. I love my assignment. I understand my purpose. I have absolutely accepted it and because of that you know i i do my best to to walk in alignment with god's word walk in harmony with his word and because i'm in harmony with his word then i expect his word to be activated and to be fulfilled in my life if you have accepted god's purpose for your life if you're living a life that is that is pleasing to god you're walking in harmony with his word then you should have an expectation that his word is going to be active in your life. The Bible said, never get tired in well-doing. Why? Because in due season, you're going to reap if you faint not, or if you don't give up, or if you don't stop doing the right things. You're going to reap good from what you are doing. So our struggles may be real, and they are real. Uh, we can never say that those things are not real. They are real. Our pain is real. Our disappointment is real. Broken promises are real. All those things, pain, sickness, disease, they're real. They are. We have to deal with them. But how you deal with them, how you deal with them says who you are. And it speaks volumes as to your level of faith and how you have allowed the word of God to direct your thinking, direct and and create new instruction sets in your mind. How do you do those things? And so children of God, I want to encourage you that in these days, in these times, um, when things are looking bad, things are looking down, you keep your head up because everything is going to work out for you good. I know some of you say, Pastor, that's easy for you to say. No, it ain't no easier for me to say than you to say it. It's not. And don't think your troubles are greater than my troubles. Neither do I think my troubles are greater than your troubles. But we all got our struggles and we all have our troubles. How we deal with it, that's what separates us. How we deal with our struggles. So I pray that you deal with your struggles according to God's word. You deal with it with total and absolute confident that God said he will never leave you. He says nothing can separate you from his love. Nothing in heaven, nothing in the earth, not angels, not demons, nothing in your past, nothing in the present, nothing in, in the future, nothing can separate you from the love of God. And because God's love is on you, he will cause it to work out for you good. So you must look at your life as things God is working out for your good. That's why it's so important that we say we stay focused on the things of God. Be heavenly minded. Meditate on the word. Memorize the word. 
always have a word in your mind, in your system, because your mouth will speak out of the abundance of your heart. And your mouth will speak according to what's in your mind, according to your instruction set, according to the, you know, you do things according to how you are socialized. And so I pray that you will socialize in the word of God and that the word of God will be your guide each and every day that you may do the best you can do each and every day that your life is exciting you are joyful you are enjoying in life because you know Jesus came that you may have life and life more abundantly simple means he came that you may have a joyful life. God does not want you to walk around sad and broken and your head held down and, and depressed and in despair and every little thing bothers you and people get on your last nerve, whatever that last nerve is. I have no clues. Uh, if you can point out your last nerve to me, <laughs> let me know. But all these things we allow to just get us off track and we just... We can't smile because we allow all these things in life to burden us. Hey, shake yourself. Shake that stuff off. Get rid of that stuff. You get rid of it by focusing on the Word of God. Let the Word of God. You know the Bible said we were put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You know what that really means? That means you put on a coat like as if you're going outside in the freezing winter and it's, and it's really cold and you put on a nice thick coat and you zip it up and then you button it up and you put the hood over your head and you tie the string and you put on the gloves and you put on your boots. That's what it means. <laughs> Cover yourself. Put on the garment of praise wrap it about you get a song get a hymn amen listen to praise and worship but put on the garment of praise when the spirit of heaviness comes because the spirit of heaviness comes to shut you down to silence you you know the bible say we praise silences the avenger and that's what the Bible says. So when we praise God, we silence the other voices, those demon voices, those negative voices, those voices that come to tell you, you can't do it. You can't make it. You're going to die. You're going to get a bad report. You're going to get fired. Um, you're not good. You are ugly. You are fat. You are this. You are that. Whatever those negative voices come. Praise silences the avenger. Shut him down. Don't let him shut you down. You know, the, uh, Satan always wants us to be quiet when we're going through struggles. No, that's when you speak to God. That's when you speak to yourself and speak to your world and speak out loud. Amen. Speak out loud. Have your seasons of time of speaking and decreeing and declaring because what you want to be established, it must come out of your mouth. We are speaking spirits. And if we're going to work in this system here, we must learn to work with words because the God we serve, everything he does, he does it with a word. Amen. We're made in his likeness. We're made like him. He has given us authority. The Bible said he has given us power to tread upon serpents, upon scorpions, over all the powers of the adversary. And nothing by any means shall harm you. Does that make you feel better? Hopefully it does. Hopefully it does. Because there is a power. There is a dominion. There's an authority given to you. And when you use it, you are an overcomer. Amen. And we want to make sure that we are overcoming 
each and every day. You've got to tell yourself, I have no time to be down. You know why? Because being down and being depressed is a waste of your precious time. Absolute waste. Because it does you no good. And you have to make up in your mind that you're going to focus on things that's going to do you good, that are good for you. And you refuse to do anything that is bad for you. Amen. Refuse. Just absolutely refuse to do anything that is bad for you. Make make up your mind to, to do that. That anything that's bad for me, I'm not doing it. Depression, I'm not even going there. Despair, I am not going there at all because none of those things do me any good. Worry, anxiety, I'm pushing all those things out of my system. Just getting rid of it whatsoever. In Psalm 27 and verse 1, it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Hear what the word of God says. There's no reason to fear. There's no reason to be afraid. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen. Remember what God said to Joshua. He said, Joshua, just be of good courage. (laughs) Just be of good courage. He says, be strong and be very courageous. Why? Because he says, I am with you and nobody will be able to stand before you. All that I've promised you, I I will cause it to come into your possession. He says, I already have given it unto you. Amen. And so because God is working in your behalf, you have nothing to fear, nothing to worry about. God, just say, God, if you come up on a situation that you don't know what to do, whether to go left or right, then you ask God, God, my heavenly father, how do I deal with this? Which way do I turn? Do I go to the left? Do I go to the right? Um, Do I wait? Whatever you want me to do, Lord, download it in my spirit because I want to make sure I am making the right decision. The right, the, the, the right decisions. Amen. And so as children of God, live your life joyful. Get excitement back in your life. You know, um, it's, it's like coming to church and you just, blah, you just blase. You know, you tend to pull people down with you. But when you come to the house of God, you ought to rejoice, clap your hand, shout. That's why we have praise and worship. Because, you know, we got to get, get, get those have spiritual juices flowing, those rejoicing juices flowing. And, and then when you get around other people and they're doing it, it just gets you excited, you know, because sometimes you, you, you don't feel it. But when you get around, you see other people and you know they're going through stuff and they're praising God, you feel shame. So you say, you know what? If they can be praising God, even though I know the struggles that they have, why? Why should I be praising God? Amen. So each and every day. You're driving down the street, you know, you see people in all state of being, you know, some living on the street, some begging on, you know, at the corners, at the stoplights. You see homeless people. Um, you, if some neighbors you drive through, it's just, you just cannot understand how, how, you know, people can live in those areas. It's hard to understand. And so, you know, when and when you see how God has blessed you and kept you and, and made a way, why? Because you have served him. Then you ought to give him thanks. Give him thanks. And then you turn around and you pray for those people you're driving by. 
pray because you should have compassion for them that their minds may be transformed that they will get themselves up out of begging and in bad areas and things like that because according to their mindset they can also be raised up and move out of those situations and change and transform their lives just because you've been bad you've been born in a bad situation it doesn't mean that you have to stay there let me say it again just because you're in a bad situation it doesn't mean you have to stay there that god has so much more for you you simply have to get the understanding of it get the mindset that in the midst of all this <clears throat> I'm going to rejoice because my days, my blessed days, my best days are up on me. Amen. Let me say it again. My blessed days and my best day is on me. You ought to say that right now. Say it right now. My blessed days, my best days are up on me. Amen. Because they are. Release the anointing of God in your life that will cause your best days and your blessed days to materialize in your present. Amen. Because everything we need, we need it in the present. Glory to God. And we only can experience the present. We can't experience our future. We only can experience the present. Amen. And so I pray that your present is full of joy. And whatever is missing, you add it back in. You make sure you add it in. Amen. You don't depend on nobody to do it for you. You add it in. Whatever is missing in your life, you add it in. Amen. If there's no peace in your life, you go to God for it. There's no joy, you go to God. Make sure you add those things in your life. Glory to God because God wants us to have a full life, an abundant life. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Everything free-flowing. The blessings of God, the favor of God, free-flowing in your lives. That's the only way to live, folks. You know, these little hiccups of issues and troubles and little pain, little sorrow, little accidents, those are just little hiccups. Hiccups along the way, right? But the totality of our lives, the, the completion of our lives, it should be one of abundance. It should be one of joy and peace and love and tranquility, bliss, the glory of God. God smiling down on you because he's such a good God. He's such a heavenly father. He loves you so much. <sighs> God loves you so much. And if you understand the love that God has for you, and you won't consider, um, you know, any negative things that happen in your life as, as God trying to beat you down or anything, because he loves you too much to do that. Um, I mean, there are times when he has to correct us. And the Bible said, whom God loves, he chastens. And so when we're doing bad, God will get a little spanking. We deserve it. Sometimes, you know, we're adults, but mm -hmm, we need a little spanking too. Spanking from the Lord, because if he don't correct us, we're going to end up in the wrong place. <laughs> Amen. The Bible says there's a way to seem it right onto a man, but the end of it is death. And we ain't going down that road. We want to make sure that we're on the highway of holiness and righteousness and that God is pleased with us. Amen. And so I pray that our chief aim, our chief aim, once again, our chief aim is to please God and to live that life that is pleasing to God and that we can have the testimony that Enoch had, that he was pleasing to God. And then at the end of it, when we meet our maker, we can hear those words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. 
enter into my joy. Amen. Praise God. So we give God thanks for this day. Um, and I pray that these words were, were good for you today and that um, you're motivated by what God is doing in your life today. And as I said before, there's anything missing in your life. It's your responsibility to add it in. So add in your joy, add in your peace, add in faith, add in, you know, love and just add all things, you know, love on yourself. If you have to tell yourself, the Bible said you can't love others until you learn to love yourself. And so you got to love on yourself, love on yourself. Amen. Love on yourself. How do you love on yourself? Taking care of yourself, speaking word of affirmation to yourself, wash and bathe and groom and just, you know, love on yourself. And just as you love on yourself, you love on the spirit of God that is in you by nourishing the spirit, man. Make sure you read in the word. Make sure you are reading the word. Make sure you memorize scripture. Make sure you're talking to God because the spirit man is the eternal man that's inside of you. Well, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you again. We love you, God. We love you because you first loved us. We can do nothing without you. And so, Father, whatever is lacking in our lives, we know you already have given it all to us. Because you would help nothing. Your word said you have given us all things that is necessary for life and necessary for godliness. And because you already have given us all things, we know it's already been applied to our lives. And so, Father, I pray that we'll have access to everything that is rightfully ours by divine right. So whatever is missing in our lives, God, we look to you. We look to you that we may have access, that we'll open doors. And from the resources, God, that you have placed at our disposal, we will receive everything that we need. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks because you have left nothing missing from our lives. And so we are thankful and we're grateful. And so, Father, we receive the joy, receive the peace, we receive the love. We receive your divine protection. We receive the grace and the mercy. God, our health, our wealth, our strength, wisdom, knowledge, understanding. We receive it all from you. And we say thank you because it is ours. For you have made it available to us. And so, Father, we praise you. Now, God, we want to say thank you one more time. For the favor that's on our heads, the increase on our hands, the swiftness to our feet. Thank you for forgiving our past, preserving our present, guaranteeing our future. For though our beginning was small, our latter end has greatly increased and there's not a feeble one among us. But Father, I am healthy, I am wealthy, and I am strong in you, my Lord. And in the power of your might. So we bless you. We tell you thanks. We glorify you. And we worship you. For it's in Jesus name I pray. Amen. Amen.